Hi, everybody. Welcome to Political Football. We are part of the Mad Ice Media Network. I'm Dave. I'm joined here today by Cover Zero Cleve. Cleve, how are you doing? Yo, I'm good. I'm good, good, good. <clears throat> good, good. No, uh, no Scott tonight. He's uh, one of his friend's kids plays for the Winnipeg Jets. That's a hockey team. Um, oh. and they are playing at the Red Wings, and Scott was able to get tickets. So he's going to support the family's athletic achievements or whatever, I guess, you know, the professional, the professional jets. Yeah. Like the Winnipeg jets of the NHL. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, um, there aren't, there aren't too many things I'd miss the show for, but, uh, hopefully one day going to see my nephew play professional tennis will be one of them. What's up, Don? How you doing What's tonight? Up, Don? Happy new year, buddy. All right. Um, so, Cleve, we are going to get all the NFL stuff. It's just you and I tonight. You texted me a couple things last night. So can you just real quick give me your thoughts on Georgia 65, TCU 7 in the national championship game? Well, you know, I um, <laughs> I mean, a beating is a beating, but that was a sound beating. I mean, it got to the point where um, I, I would never say semi-professional athletes gave up, but I mean – the two that um, the quarterback it was this Stetson. I can never say his name. Stetson Bennett. Yeah, it sounds like a hat. Uh, by the way, Stetson Bennett is five months older than Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it, it's crazy. His story. They said his story is kind of like a, like a maybe like a Disney movie in the in the making. Anyway, when uh, he ran un, unabated to the end zone twice, I was like, this is going to be a long night for them. I mean, yeah. I, I wasn't expecting the tune of. 58 points or whatever it was, but I mean, you know, the margin of victory, but I was like, wow, you know? Yeah, no, it was absolutely brutal. And uh, you were saying some things like, you know, how it reflected on the college game. The thing is the semifinal games were great. 51 to 45, 42 to 41. Yeah. But (laughs) I mean, TCU was a one loss champion of the big 12. This is not some like mid major, you know, came out of nowhere. And they lost 65 to seven. So mm. I mean, some of those some of those throws were just like go routes. And I'm like, yeah, are these are these corners even covering? Are these safeties even covering? You know, it's it just it just got I don't know what the game plan was, but no adjustments. By halftime, it was kind of over. You know? For the NFL perspective, did you happen to note Georgia tight end number 19 Brock Bowers? Yeah, so I saw that name a couple a couple times. Yeah. Um He's going to be Kyle Pitts level drafted in the NFL. That kid's going top 10. He's only a sophomore. So next year. Ooh, yeah. Next yeah, year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback for USC is a sophomore. Brock Bowers is a sophomore. Um, but yeah, rarely do I say drafted tight end in the top 10. In fact, it's only ever been for Kyle Pitts. Bowers will be that next year. So what happens to Stetson being so old? I mean, I know we have we've had old quarterbacks go to the NFL. Well, I'm I'm of course, Winky and I'm a little concerned guys. for him because with Republicans now controlling the house, they might try to raise the age for Social Security, and he might not be able to collect it. <laughs> Are you being serious? <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, I'm not going to speak ill of Stetson Ben. I've got all sorts of respect for anybody who fought in Vietnam. You know, that was just a tough, tough thing to get asked to do. So I've got all all the respect for Stetson Bennett. Um, no, I, I, it's hard to say with Brock Purdy doing so well, but most of these quarterbacks that aren't top picks aren't very good. Um, I'm sure he'll get a shot, but I don't think, I don't think he's got, like, I think he'd be much better off legitimately going to like the CFL. 
I mean, um, <clears throat> I was hearing because you know the, the college game is still new to me, so to speak, with with how you got how you and Scott follow it. Um, I mean, they were calling him like they're saying his 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 college career was really great, but there's so many quarterbacks that in college, like Tim Tebow, yeah, uh, for instance, you know, like those guys, you know, Vince Young had great runs. Yeah, you know, Zach Wilson. <laughs> too soon <laughs> too soon too soon Congrats, all right though. well speaking of uh uh quarterbacks that had a great great careers in college and tight ends that could have been drafted in the top 10 but were in the second round chiefs 31 at the raiders 13 no surprise here Jarrett stidham is not going to be patrick mahomes in a must-win game for the chiefs um the Chiefs did lock up their gift of the number one seed. However, if they play the Bills in the AFC title game, the game will be played at a neutral site. Do you, did you have any thoughts on how the NFL chose to handle it? Do you think it was unfair, as fair as they could be? I mean, given given when this happened and then the, the possible schedule shift, not this week, well, they just or well, last week, um, where was the soft landing? Was it like week right before the, the title game? But the seeding would have already been done. So, yeah, basically, probably, by by the Bills not being able to play the Bengals, if the Bills had beat the Bengals, they'd be the number one seed. So they lost the opportunity to even win it. Yeah. And so the Chiefs were gifted; like all they had to do was beat Jarrett Stidham. <laughs> they were they'd get the number one seed after the without <laughs> the Bills needing to lose. So, yeah. you know, it's actually the Bengals that got the short end here, but they just handled their business. Um, so it wasn't the end of the world. I. The I think football I, gods are, will 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 rectify things. Like, like it, it might be a surprise loss coming, or something. You know, something crazy might happen. You know how this year has been, or all years have been. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I think they did the best job that they possibly could in the situation, especially the situation they weren't going to play the game. Yeah, yeah. So, no, the idea I saw floating around that I liked was move play the uh, week eighteen as scheduled. Then this coming weekend, have it be just the um, NFC teams in the playoffs mm -hmm. and Bills Bengals, and then next weekend AFC divisional conference championship Super Bowl, and just take out the week in between the Super Bowl. But where would they have played? Probably in Cincinnati because they would play. It would have been the NFC playoffs and oh. Bills Bengals at the same time. Gotcha. The okay. same weekend. And gotcha. then that you would set the AFC for the next week. Um, like, like you mean Saturday and Sunday. Right. So you'd have one wild card weekend NFC, one AFC with Bills and Bengals made up on the NFC day. That would you know what? That wasn't actually that would have been a great idea, actually. Yeah, they just wanted they just want that two weeks between the title game and the Super Bowl. I bet it's worth so much money. <laughs> Getting oh, yeah. that hype. And they can't move the Super Bowl date. So No, no, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so. Raiders will talk more about them as head into the uh, head into the offseason. Titans 10 at Jaguars 16. The Jaguars win the division, pay the man his money. That's crazy how they came back, bro. Like, like they so I I, I got to only watch a lot of highlights because um was in class but celebrating a birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. You only um, turned 79 once. <laughs> me and me and um Stenson are hanging out. Stetson, what is the fucking name? What is Stetson, like the hat. Stetson, Stetson. Okay, bed. that's why that's why I keep thinking of hat, like a hat. Yeah, Stetson. it is like the hat, yeah. Um, yeah, we're hanging out. Um so I only saw highlights, obviously, of, of it. So give me um 
give me the skinny. Like what what really was the the crux of this game here? Derrick Henry carried the ball 30 times and barely cracked 100 yards. Wow. Eight in a box the whole way? Yeah, and no ability to pass around it with Josh Dobbs. Also, <laughs> wow. it was fourth and 13 with the game on the line for the Titans. Had to get the first down or the game is over, right? Dobbs checks down to the backup running back, shout out Hassan Haskins, like four yards downfield. He's got to try to run for nine yards. Obviously doesn't make it game over. You would have had a better chance running Malik Willis. Josh Dobbs is a literal rocket scientist, and he checked it down on fourth and 13 for the game. <laughs> Big spot for him. Yes. Um, anyways, enjoy your job at NASA because I think your time <laughs> in the league might be done. Uh, Jags win the division. They are in the playoffs. The Titans were seven and four and end the season seven and ten. Wow. Yeah. A totally epic collapse. Oh, also, I do have a prediction for the offseason. Derrick Henry will get traded. Wow. I think he's yep. I think he's I think he's he's welcome. I mean, Rand is welcome out. No, but I think he's got one really good year left and they're garbage and he wants to win. What do you think, Tampa Bay? With Brady. No, Brady ain't going to be in Tampa next year. <laughs> if he wants Brady's to play Brady, he better go to Oakland. He's going to be in San Francisco. Yeah, Oakland. Yeah, Oakland. O- Oakland or I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you're right. Vegas or uh, or San Fran. Unless Brady goes to Super Bowl and wins it. <laughs> right, exactly. And then he should just retire. Um, all right. Cardinals 13, 49ers 38. Um Cleve, only two quarterbacks in NFL history have thrown two or more TDs in each of their first five starts. One is Dan Marino. Who is the other? Is it Purdy? It is. Yeah. It's a, it's a, (laughs) have you been watching that trajectory is kind of, it's kind of creepy. His dad actually is like a, a huge Marino guy. And like, there's a picture of him as a baby being held up like Mufasa holding up Simba to the pride lands up to like the Dan Marino like poster or whatever it is. So it's it's kind of a creepy thing. Like it's like, you know, he said that this kid will be like Dan Marino. It's creepy. Well, I uh yeah, that's a little weird. Well, he's at least like Dan Marino one way. Two or more TDs in each of the first five starts. That seems shocking, but most rookie QBs are so bad in their first few games. I guess it's not that shocking. Even Peyton Manning was terrible. Yeah, and this and this kid was the last guy taken on the yes. board. Like no one was up when you got drafted. Everyone was like doing whatever they do. Yep. Uh the 49ers lock up the two seed, which means they will host at least two playoff games. Cleve, as a reminder, in the preseason, you said the 49ers would win four games. Yeah. Uh, we, are we doing this now? <laughs> <laughs> it just happened to come to mind as I was making my notes. <laughs> I'm not, I, I know I have a litany of them coming, so let's save it for like the end. <laughs> The end of it all before the Super Bowl, because I know uh, I got some humdingers in there. Speaking of people who have it coming, Cliff Kingsbury fired. Yeah, no surprise there. I mean, they yeah. they were teeing it, teeing it up as uh, teeing it up as, oh, we're gonna have a consultant meeting. I'm like, he's done. They're they're, they're walking you in for your um for your clipboard and your um punching card. Yeah, they're consulting with Lucille. <laughs> all he right. does leave with thirty million dollars though. Yes. Now the question is: Does he just sit back and take his money, or does he go OC the Patriots? Is is that where you think he's going to end up? I mean, that's the team that drafted him, that played for Belichick. Belichick likes his coaching style, and the current OCs are Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> 
Uh, Browns 14 at the Steelers 28. Despite winning the game, the Steelers were eliminated from the playoffs. So the Steelers don't make the playoffs. But Tomlin still has never had a losing record Hall of Fame, as a head coach in like 16 Hall years. Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Fame coach. I, I know people don't like that. The guy can – I mean, you literally had no one. <laughs> he rolled out Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett <laughs> in his small-ass hands and won nine games. I mean, again – we, we couldn't get that. <laughs> Najee Harris ran for 100 yards one time in 17 games. <laughs> and they won nine of them. Dude, there there has to be something said about that. That is an amazing coaching job. TJ Watt missed 11 games. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood script couldn't. Hollywood script would sound unbelievable for that. Like, no way. No one believes that. Yeah, and it's not like they were in the AFC South or the NFC South. I mean, they got the Ravens and the Bengals twice. Just a great coaching job there from Mike Tomlin. Um, speaking of the Ravens and the Bengals, the Ravens 16 at the Bengals 27. The Bengal wins means no coin flips. Uh, the Bengals are the three seed and the Ravens are the six seed, so they will be running this game back next week. Nice. Um, did you see the Joe, Joe Mixon do the coin flip celebration after his touchdown? No, no. Cause they were pissed. Cause they really did get screwed in this whole situation. Um, if they had lost this game, then despite winning the division and having to play the, um, first place schedule next year, they still could have had to play the game next week in Baltimore. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was going to come down to a coin flip. So Mixon scored his first touchdown and coin flipped for the celebration. I'm a little, I'm a little, that's part of it. I'm a little perplexed that the NFL is as this conglomerate monster machine that it is that they don't have something or algorithm or something that, that has these scenarios kind of, you know, if this game couldn't be played, not for what we saw with Hamlin, but um, like for any, you know, something happened and the game couldn't be played. Like what, what would be the scenarios? Like you said, like for, for what they could have done. I'm shocked that they don't have something in place in case these games don't get played for you know whatever reason. I, I bet they built it. I bet they I bet they had somebody come in and code that real fast to figure out the best, most fairest way to do it. And I think if you're prioritizing the seeds in order, mm -hmm. then the Bengals stand to reason they would get the short end of the stick because they're the lowest seed. But yeah. from the Bengals' point of view, they think they're as good as Buffalo and Kansas City. So they think shall be treated as equal. So I see where they're coming from, but because they won the game and Buffalo won, it's all it's all kind of a moot point. Really, it's Kansas City that truly benefited. Yeah, they got kind of handed just just beat Stidham, which... right? Right, beat <laughs> beat Stidham. You're the one seed. Um, and worst case scenario, you have to play the AFC title game in Detroit. Mm. Um, or David said where it is. Yeah, but come on, like come on, gotta yeah. put that in Detroit. Um. So, Anthony Brown started this game for the Ravens. That's a real person, Cleve. Anthony Brown. He threw the ball 44 times. How many yards did he throw for? 142. 286. <laughs> but still, 44 <laughs> times. He only completed 19 passes. No touchdowns, two picks. He's just slinging it, huh? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he just – I think he exited the field in his UPS uniform. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's brutal. That's yeah. brutal. Um, and we're gonna talk about Lamar later. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Vikings 29, Bears 13. The Vikings lock up the number three seed. Um, but most importantly, in conjunction with the Colts and Texans game, the Bears lock up the number one pick. And they already have their quarterback. So this is why I think the Bears are going to trade out of this pick. And it's going to be a really exciting offseason because there'll be a lot of people clamoring to get Bryce Young out of Alabama. And the Bears could get a fortune for that pick. So I, I heard something today from um, from Mike Tannenbaum. I don't know if you heard that, that, that take. He was talking about trading Justin for – oh, sh- I could have wrote this down. He was trading Justin to get Bryce Young. But I don't think – thinking about how um, Justin has improved over the last two years, well, literally over this year he's improved and showed flashes of why you know why he should be there. I don't think Bryce Young has proven anything other than, you know, being a college quarterback. I don't think he has the stature. Like when you look at him and Justin Fields, it's two different quarterbacks. Like two different quarterbacks. I don't as a diehard college football fan, I don't understand why Bryce Young would be considered that much better prospect than Justin Fields in the first place. Correct. See, and coming from you, that that means a lot. That's right. Big. Like again, and I I have this memorized from arguing with Scott about this. Justin Fields is 6'4", 227. You can stop right there. <laughs> Runs up 4440, 44440, right? When stop right there. What 22 and 2 at Ohio State lost one time to Alabama and one time to Trevor Lawrence. I mean, yeah, those games are you're expected to have a fight or whatever. 63 touchdowns to seven interceptions in two years at Ohio State. Bryce Young is hugely productive. He won the Heisman Trophy last year, uh, got hurt this year. Also, probably would have been a contention. Uh, would have would have been a contention. Would have been a contention. Um, all right. Well, Agents of Poker is in here saying, "Cleve, do you even lift, bro?" Um, so you know, the ice. Yeah. Uh, wrong YouTube login. Oh, he's going to come back as, as his real self and uh, uh, really show up. Yeah. Um, okay. So Cleve does lift. Can confirm. Oh, what's up, Jake? Okay. It's Jake. Uh, can confirm Cleve does lift. Don't know if Bryce Young lifts. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he needs to. In all seriousness, I, I think with the way that we're seeing how these games are now, I mean, the, the monsters that exist. Uh, off the edge, he's going to have to be, he's going to have to gain some, a little bit of weight or something. Yeah. I mean, he's great arm accurate. The whole thing. Like, I have no issues with Bryce Young should be the number one overall pick this year. But if he was coming out uh, two years ago, I would, I Trevor Lawrence would be first. Of course. And I pretty sure I would have fields ranked ahead of Bryce Young. As I still would too. I still would too. Um, and again, looking at the flashes that fields had this year, yeah, with literally nothing because, like, you can you name a, a receiver on the Browns? uh, I mean, I can, uh, <laughs> yeah, Byron Pringle, <laughs> Dante Pettis, <laughs> Uncle Bellis Jones, <laughs> and they traded what is now the 32nd pick for Chase Claypool. <laughs> Whoops, yeah, it's crazy, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, if they trade Justin Fields instead. Uh, no, Jake, you got Mr. Super Bowl predictions. Those are coming up at the end of the show. If they trade Justin Fields instead of – and to take Bryce Young, I mean, 
<laughs> yeah. The Jets Who will would... take him. The Jets will take him. The pick that we should have had. Uh, maybe. I mean, actually, you know who might really take them if they did that? Who might really go forward in that case? Who's that? It's San Francisco. But then it, no, because then they have Purdy and then they have uh, um, Trey. Yeah, but Fields and Lance are similar bets. Giant running. But Fields has now proven he could do it in the NFL. Lance through injury. We still don't know. Um, And so, yeah, you keep Purdy as your backup. You bring in Justin Fields, Jettison, Jimmy G, and then they can trade Lance themselves. Right. I mean, imagine Justin Fields quarterback in the 49ers right now. But Tom Brady will fuck it all up coming coming through the door with the seven <laughs> rings. And Tom Brady's handling. going to Green Bay. Um, <laughs> Man. All right. Uh, one of the most hilarious games of the week, the Cowboys 6. Oh, by the way, we are jumping all over the times here because yeah. they didn't have the times listed when I first made the list. Uh, Cowboys 6 at the Commanders 26. My sister was pissed. Cowboys played all their starters and got trucked by Sam Howell. <laughs> Is that a real person? It is a real person. He's actually a very good college quarterback wow. um, at North Carolina. Like, excellent. Started as a true freshman. Big numbers at North Carolina. But, like, everybody does big numbers at North Carolina because of their offense. Um, but, yeah, absolutely, absolutely got destroyed here. And I could tell the Cowboys weren't really into it. Like, they did not play their hardest. But if you're going to do that, just don't play your starters. No, you're risking people getting hurt. But Dak is throwing ridiculous, ridiculous pick sixes, man. It's well, yeah, because he's not into it either. Like they were all, they were already taking the week off. They might as well have been the Giants on the boat with the Uggs. Not the Uggs, the Tims. <laughs> not the Uggs. That's. I mean, I know they're into fashion. That's a little different. No, the Tims. Um. <laughs> oh man. Um. Uh, so, Maddie, I said Sam Howell, who Dave called massively overrated on last season's uh, political football. I did because they were talking <laughs> about him being the potential first or second overall pick, and he went in the fourth round. Where did he play? What? Where did, where did he play? What's North, North Carolina. Okay, that's what you were saying. Okay. Yeah, same as uh, noted quarterback luminaries such as Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> it's great company. And name another North Carolina quarterback. We'll just we'll just give him Daniel Jones. I mean, he went to Duke, but whatever. Because for football, it's all the same thing. So, and a Heisman candidate. Yeah, uh, but he did put up he did put up big numbers at at North Carolina. There's no there's no denying that. Now it's a good thing the Commanders spent all year futzing around with Wentz and Heineke, and now have no idea what they really have in Howell. The Wentz thing. The Wentz. The Wentz thing is like, so Matt and I were. We're high on this when it, you know, two years ago. Are you are you willing now to say that he's a bust, Wentz? Oh yeah, I was willing to say it last year at Indy after like the in season hard knocks thing where he was such a jerk. Riverboat Ron. <laughs> uh, speaking of Riverboat Ron, um, the Commanders fired offensive coordinator Scott Turner. I assume it's because he knows there's fifty states. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Jake cannot wait for us to talk about the upcoming week. Jake, I promise we're going to get there. Cowboys I promise we're going to get to the we're going to get to Super Bowl card week. I know you're excited because the Chargers made the playoffs. Um, and you can't wait for their first round L against the Jags. Um, 
you can go. Jake's going to go to the game, hang out in the hot tub. <laughs> um, all right. So Lions 20 at Packers 16. That was a fun one. All right. First, first off, let me um officially give you your flowers because you, you guys didn't have a better season than us. So I, I'm a man of my word. Thank you. Thank um, you. I was a, a year late with the with the win with the windfall. You were, but but honestly, in all seriousness, what a hell of a turnaround from how that thing started and how it was going. Um, I mean, I don't I don't know if that's a coach of the year candidate spot for you guys, it, but he he sh- him Brian Dayball or Nick Sirianni should be the final three. I actually yeah. think Dayball should win it, but if you gave it to uh, Man Campbell, I wouldn't be too upset about it. Yeah. So, and again, that team showed a lot of fight, and you know. It wasn't the same team that that had Gino look like, like Bart Starr, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I I do give you guys your flowers and and I'm actually rooting for you guys to 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 play. I know that we take jabs at each other all the time with our teams, but I feel like the kid that didn't get invited to the party, everyone <laughs> in class is going in the fourth grade, and then, no 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 not you Jets, you can't come to the party because you stink. You know, you, you can't come. But so, like, it, it's great that um that you guys are still rooting for a team uh, late in the season. Because, again, to me, this is when the season starts. Like, I, I can care Do less you, about the first Are you under weeks. the impression the Lions made the playoffs? No, no, no. That you guys are – like, we're, 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 we're done. We're, we're done. I'm talking yeah. about the Jets. Yeah, the Jets. Yes. Like, meaning you had you had a better team to root for is what I'm saying. Oh, year. I see what you're saying. I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Okay, I got yeah, you. I got yeah. you. I, I – um. We, you guys had an, I, and I was telling my boy Kel this. Uh, he's a huge, huge Lion fan. I was telling him this um, a few hours ago. We were texting, and I said, you know, um, for where for where you guys started, you know, and ended up, it's it's great because where we started, we went the opposite direction, and and it's disheartening that that defense, you know, was great, and we just didn't have the quarterback play in there. Uh, what did Matty I say? Uh, he said the best part of Cleve's Lions prediction last year was that we went through the schedule on air after you said it, and you landed like two wins. <laughs> but but you wouldn't admit it, so you were like, at Kansas City, that's a W. <laughs> I remember. Like I said, I'm looking forward to the end of the year. Like, here's here here are your takes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, oh, I got, I got things for everybody. Uh, so Jake asked me, what will the Lions – um, what will the Lions win total be next year? The Lions next year will be 10 and seven. They will be the sixth seed in the NFC and they will go on the road in the playoffs to the winner of the AFC South, the Carolina Panthers, and they will defeat them. No, we will get destroyed in the divisional playoff round. There's a super early prediction for the Detroit Lions next year. Unless we trade for Lamar Jackson, then we're going 24 and oh, we will make up games to win them. You guys might get Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I, they can keep them. Would you give up your fandom? I wouldn't give up my fandom. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, sh- I'm being serious. If, if you got Aaron Rodgers, would you would you cheer for him? Yeah, I mean, I would. I wouldn't cheer for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> but you know, I'll, I could cheer for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's as far as I know, he hasn't said anything hatefully anti-Semitic yet, has he? I don't know when he. We don't have any footage of his ayahuasca trip, so we don't know what he said. Well, it just seems like somehow all these crazy people end up there, <laughs> but so far Rogers has not been there, so I can't. We can't just presume it yet. Um, yeah, at least not publicly and on air. Um, 
Patriots 23, Bills 35. Shout out to Matty Ice. Sorry, your team does not make the playoffs. Welcome to the Lions and Jets. Yeah, we're sitting. We have cold pizza and beer. Enjoy. Yeah. Um, how magical was it opening kickoff touchdown? It was actually pretty dope. I, I did see that. I did see that. That was um that's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, that was I mean, that's the first time the Bills touched the ball since the injury to DeMar Hamlin and Hines takes it back. Um, what was that? 101 for the touchdown? Yeah. Did they um have well, do you know? Because or anyone in the in the chat room knows, have they honored any of the um of the um the personnel that was there on the field? Have they yes. been recognized? Like, have do we know who these people are? Yes, I cannot remember the name of the person who did the CPR, but he was at the game in Buffalo and the game one the of ball, the touchdowns right? gave him the ball. Yeah, maybe it was Diggs. I can't remember. Um, did you hear that audio? The audio for it? Have you have you heard the audio? No, I haven't. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's pretty, it's pretty um like it how calm those guys in the moment. Even like in super calm, where us would be like, hurry up, Dave, get down here. Like they're right. like, hey man, move it. Come on. Get here, get here, get here. Like they were they were like, I mean, I don't know. It was it was impressive just to hear the audio of, of what happened. It's crazy. Yeah. And how like organized and, and calm they were. Yeah. Um so the Bills do not get the number one seed uh, because one of their players almost died. That <laughs> doesn't feel super fair, but here's where we are. They are the number two seed in the AFC, and they get to play Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins, so it's basically a bye. Um, They're trying to try hey, Tua out there. <laughs> will Tua remember what team he plays for? I don't even know he knows who the president is, in all fairness. He I'm, shouldn't this be playing. Point, he shouldn't be at, playing. We can reasonably ask after he – played through the concussion last time at those pick sixes if he thought he was throwing to his teammates. Somebody has to be held accountable for that, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Um uh yeah, so we'll talk more about the Patriots in the offseason. <laughs> Hopefully they run it back with uh Matt Patricia and Joe Judge because that's hilarious. Mm. But they could be in the quarter mark uh, quarterback sweepstakes. There's a there's a landing spot for uh, Tom Brady. Go back home. Yep. <laughs> they were welcoming back. Right, Matt? Uh, I have here uh, Rams 16, Seahawks 19 in overtime. See, the problem here is that the Rams, if the Rams won, it would have been good for the Lions. Therefore, the refs absolutely screwed the Rams in this game. Uh, Phantom running to the kickers, missing personal fouls, uh, just all sorts of bullshit. But I got to tell you, Cleve, as a Lions fan, I was forced to root for Baker Mayfield to be successful. And that sucked, and I never want to do it again. <laughs> so, zero you out just, of ten trash experience would not recommend. Wow. So you could bring it in your heart just to say, "Hey, just win the game here, Baker." I mean, I was saying that, and then he threw a moon ball towards a wide open Van Jefferson in overtime. If he just throws it on a rope, it's probably a game winning touchdown. And the Lions are in the playoffs. It said he threw the ball. Over them, their mountains, and the uh, safety Quandre Diggs, former Lion, basically fair caught it. Just so you went totally, total Uncle Rico. It was awful. <laughs> over I'd rather root for Uncle Rico. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, like like Paul says here, we hit we hit maximum Lions on an NFL weekend before the Lions game even kicked off. Oh, that was. That was so, that was so, so tilting. Um, 
The Seahawks do, though, sneak into the playoffs with the Packers losing, and they are the seventh seed. So good luck to Geno and them in the uh, in the playoffs. All right, Cleve. Jets 6, Dolphins 11. Explain yourself. Well, first off, it's kind of telling and damning if you, in a meaningless game, that we don't even put this kid out there to see what else he's got. To show us one more time why we picked you number two. Right. To say, hey, what do you got? That's that's really telling that you you couldn't get in the game when they had old man Flacco on skates out there. It's crazy. Um, yeah. The way I the mean, season started for us, I, I'm just I'm flabbergasted or whatever big word I can think of. I'm just like I'm I'm beyond upset because it's just what it is. It's football, and you know, there's no crying in football or baseball or whatever it is. But um. Yeah, six points <laughs> in an NFL yeah. game. Yeah, and the Dolphins score 11 with Skylar Thompson. I did not write down Skylar Thompson's stat line because I hope after this week can never talk about Skylar Thompson ever again. Um, but they do sneak into the playoffs as the seventh seed, which means they get to go to Buffalo. No, the Jets had a promising season, but they desperately need a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as great as Mike White was for us, he's definitely a bad Mike White. No, no, White Mike. White see, don't see. I just started saying it right. Now you got me saying it saying it the, the reverse again. Mike White. <laughs> don't know who that I, is. <laughs> so um definitely, definitely like the backup. But I think that we need a veteran presence, not like an old dust ball, as you like to say, but someone who's serviceable that can play. But we missed twice on rookie quarterbacks, and I think you know. We should give that a, a little breather. Well, you can um, you can have Jared Goff to retrade for Lamar. <laughs> I mean, if Jared Goff was your quarterback all year, you guys probably win twelve games. You, you know win what? this game. You S- win the game against the Pats that they wanted the walk off punt return. Somehow, that's not too far fetched, man. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, we'll talk more about the Jets in the offseason because they are actually a fascinating in a fascinating uh position next year garrett wilson might be offensive rookie of the year sauce gardner will be defensive rookie of the year Brees hall coming back off of injury like the jets are going to be set up for next year pending the paul, quarterback so they're going to be real excited in the offseason what did paul say there you have that guy <laughs> his name is joe flacco <laughs> what, what did i call him no no that's your veteran presence I oh. think <laughs> no, Paul. No. I didn't... Let me recant. <laughs> Not him. Max Salad will figure it out. Yeah, I think Max trying to be so diplomatic, and he knows that this kid ain't gonna. None of these quarterbacks is gonna pan out. Yeah, I like I said. I think White Mike is actually a very good backup, and they should keep yeah. him around for that for that reason. But they need to bring somebody else in to actually quarterback the team. Uh, Buccaneers 17, Falcons 30. This was a truly meaningless game. The Buccaneers were locked into the four seed. Nothing they could do about it. And the Falcons were eliminated. Um, Brady did play for a little bit to set a couple records past attempts in the season, broke his own record from last year. I think he broke the completions record. So whatever. Um, now Desmond Ritter looked functional against the Buccaneers backup, but the Falcons don't really know what they have in Desmond Ritter either. So it's a good thing they played Marcus Mariota for 14 games. <laughs> Can't believe he's still in the league. Yeah, I mean, 
I know every team wants to compete at the start of the season, but sometimes you have to know your garbage and see what you got with your young quarterback. Yeah, at some point, give up the ghosts. Right, exactly. Um, Giants 16, Eagles 22. This is a weird situation where the Giants could not improve on the sixth seed, and the Eagles had to win to lock up home field advantage. So we had the starters from the Eagles against the backups for the Giants. <laughs> and nobody wanted to be there. No, because you you know you risking getting hurt. Yeah, they played like it too. If this was a soccer game, it's a nil nil draw where the defenses just pass it between themselves the entire game. <laughs> um, a couple bombs to AJ Brown. That was that was about it. But the Eagles win. They get the first number one overall seed. They get the bye. Jalen Hurts is back from his injury, so they're they are ready ready to go. Okay, Khalif, game of the week, and I know you took meticulous notes here, so I want you to break it all down for us. Panthers 10 at Saints 7. I was rearranging my sock draw. Stripe solids, polka dots. I I, I could have cared less. Did, did Red Zone even show like anything in, uh, from this game? Uh, they showed six plays from this game. <laughs> I, love what you I believe that. the Panthers won on a walk-off field goal, but I didn't bother to go back and double-check that. Um, Why would you? I know, I know Chris Olave scored a touchdown for the Saints, because that's for Offensive Rookie of the Year betting stuff. So I know Olave scored. I'm desperately trying to remember who scored the touchdown for the Panthers, and I'm, I shit you not, I cannot remember. I mean, do we even care? <laughs> Usually I could think about it, like, and I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, so if you weren't game, even watching it. <laughs> I, I don't even think I processed it besides the Olave touchdown. If you had told me the Saints won 34-3, to I'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> wow. Um. Second most hilarious game of the week. Chargers 28 at the Broncos 31. There we go. So, Jake, are you still there? We're talking about yeah. your Chargers now. The Chargers played all of their starters knowing they were locked into the five seed. They got destroyed by the Broncos and Mike Williams and Joey Bosa got hurt. Fireable criminal offense. Agree. Criminal offense. I mean, no, in all seriousness, this is like the boneheaded stuff that these guys do. Matt, that's right. <laughs> I think, I think this, like this horribleness here, this boneheaded move by Brandon Staley. If they lose to the Jags next week, I think they, I think he could get fired. Especially if, if they think they could get Sean Payton. Yeah, yeah. Is that the is that the, the hottest name out there right now? Yeah, Payton and Harbaugh. Okay. I remember. I don't know if it was you or Scott a few weeks ago saying with with, with the um, with the Sean Payton thing. Um, there may be draft picks as well because the Saints still owe his uh, own his rights. Yes, they have, they have to trade for him. Probably one first round pick. Okay, but the Chargers are set anyway, so they they'd be fine. Um, but yeah, the Broncos actually looked okay, and they actually set themselves up. I think to actually be attracted to prospective coaches. Mm. Um, Russ played fine, hit big throws down the field. Like it's very possible Nathaniel Hackett is the second worst coach in NFL history behind Urban Meyer. <laughs> he just out here like kicking kickers and not knowing who Aaron Donald is. So forgot about that. <laughs> so it's not as stark, but it's possible that he was just that bad. And like maybe Russ isn't terrible. Maybe the Broncos aren't inept. Like maybe it really was just the coach. So okay, it's just the parking spot. <laughs> and our last game, a review from the week, the actual game of the week, Texans 32 at the Colts 31. 
Jesus, the shit bowl. The Texans are such trash, they can't even tank correctly. <laughs> by winning this game, by winning this game, they lost the number one overall pick and now either need to trade up to get it back or watch somebody else trade with the Bears and take Bryce Young. Is that why they fired Lovey on the, on the spot? <laughs> I think Lovey knew he was getting fired and was like, well, I'm going to win this game then. Yeah, he had a rah-rah speech at halftime. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, this was kind of genius from the Colts, which is how you know it wasn't on purpose. By losing this game, they gave the Bears the number one pick and moved themselves down to the number four pick, thus putting them in a good position to move up. Oh, trade back. To take a quarterback themselves, right? Because the Bears have no problem going back to four. They'll still get Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. Yeah. So, uh, just genius from the Colts, just how you know it was completely by accident. What do you think the Texans are going to do for for a coach? You think any big names would would go there? It's it's definitely a um, a sand pit situation, like me. You know, like especially any African American coach would be out of his mind to go to Houston. What you mean after back to back one and dones of black coaches? Yeah, there's no way a third guy is going up there with with what they got going on. There's no way. I wouldn't. I wouldn't coach the Texans for Cliff Kingsbury. So many. <laughs> that bad? The yeah. Anyone who fits the culture, <laughs> you know what that means. Yeah, I um, uh, I'm trying to think real quick who would like who could go coach the Texans. Dude, I can't think of anyone. I tried. I. Tr- it's not a job. I mean, when two years, oh, I'm sorry, three, four years ago, it might have been a landing spot, but now. What? No. Yeah, I, I, I no. wouldn't take it. No, no, no. I'd, I'd rather go be the special teams coach with the statue on Rough Riders. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Lovey fired. We mentioned that. So shout out to Lovey Smith. Um, I'm sure he'll go back to the college game and get a job somewhere. Maddie, I says it's John Fox. <laughs> he's he's not that desperate. He's not that if, desperate. If Jeff, if if Jets, I'm Jeff Jets. If Jeff gets the job, Foxy's staying right where he is. <laughs> I don't. Man, who could go? I mean, I guess they could try to do the Jeff Saturday thing and like hire Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> see, see if that would work out. Uh, all right, Jake. We're moving into the wild card preview now. Cleve, I did not tell you that we were going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, because I want to be off the cuff. I did mine off the cuff too, and I got uh predictions from Scott as well. So as okay. he discussed the games, we'll be doing winners and scores as well. So the first game, these games are in order. So Saturday at 4 30 p.m. The Seahawks at the 49ers. The 49ers are favored by 10 points. These two teams have played twice this season. The 49ers won 27 to 7 at home in week two. The game Trey Lance got hurt. Uh, and 21 to 13 at Seattle in week 15. The 49ers have not lost since week seven. When did Purdy get in? Week 11, 12. Okay. Yeah. Because 12 is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. He was in before Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's got to be right around there. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But yeah. Uh, they have not lost since uh, since week seven. So, Cleve, Seattle at San Francisco. What is your official prediction? Winner and score. Uh, San Fran, uh, score 
27-14. Okay, I've not looked at Scott's yet, so I actually don't know what his are going to say. Uh, so you went San Fran 27-14. I've got San Francisco 27-21. So we're pretty close. And Scott has San Francisco 33-21. to mm. But we are kind of in agreement across the board. The 49ers should take care of business here. Anything else on this game, really? Like, is there a path for Seattle really to win? Can they make Brock Purdy uncomfortable? Anything like that? No. I think so. No, no. I, I don't think so either. All right. Um, Chargers at Jags, Saturday at 8.15 p.m. The Chargers are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Mm. This feels like an easy money line bet on the Jaguars, though. Like, how are the Chargers favored here? Yeah, it's something I don't know is 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 somebody hurt on the Jags? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know where they got that from. I'm I'm Jags on this one. Yeah. So, uh, the Jaguars and Chargers did play this year. The Jags beat the Chargers in LA thirty eight to ten in Week Three. Do you remember that? It was the week after Herbert busted up his ribs against yes, Kansas City, yeah. mm-hmm. but he, he was clearly playing hurt. And we even commented on the show at the time that Herbert was definitely just not right in the game. Probably wasn't reflective. Correct. Yep. All right. Uh, my official prediction for this game. Chargers 21, Jags 23. What do you got, Cleve? I got Jags. Um, Jags, yeah, 28. Um, Chargers, 7. Damn. So you think... Staley might get fired. You got the Staley fired outcome well, here. Well, I've I've been obviously I'm not clamoring for somebody to lose a job, but I've been saying Staley is not safe. He shouldn't he shouldn't yeah. be safe. Yeah. Um yeah, 28, 28 to 7. All right. And then Scott has the Chargers narrowly winning 27 to 24. Mm. So Scott is rolling with the with the road favorite here and taking taking the Chargers. Uh, if you're taking the Jags that big, uh, once we're done here, you should open up uh, FanDuel and bet the Jags money line right now before the line moves anymore towards them. All right. Uh, not financial advice, by the way, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Remember, if you make a bet and you lose and you complain to me about it, you have to fight Cleve. <laughs> That's the rule. So don't don't come crying to me if you lose a bet because I said yeah. something because you got to fight Cleve. Do not put Skippy's Skippy's college fund on anything that we say. <laughs> <laughs> what do we know? Um, right. Uh, Sunday at 1 o'clock, Dolphins at Bills. The Bills are 10.5-point favorites. These teams played twice during the season. <laughs> Miami Miami won in week three in Miami, 21-19. That was the hot sideline game, right, where they had the sun just beating down on the yeah. Bills. And it was like 30 degrees hotter on their sideline than the Miami sideline. <laughs> um the Bills won in Buffalo in week 15, 32 to 29, which was the last uh, full game tool was healthy. Mm. If Skylar Thompson starts for the Dolphins, this is a buy for Buffalo, right? This is like a 40 burger. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know as of recording here on Tuesday night who's going to start for the Dolphins, but it's going to be Skylar Thompson, uh, Teddy Four Picks with a broken hand. Or Tua Tonga Vailoa not quite knowing where he is. Yeah, I <clears throat> there's no there's no after we what we saw a week ago, there's no way you put Tua on that field. 
no way. No. There's no way. I don't like I said, I said last week, if if they were going to, if they were to go to the Super Bowl, you still couldn't play him. I, I agree. I agree. They should not be playing Tua. So official prediction time, Cleef. Um, well, I did say 40 burger, so I'm I'm thinking 42 16. 42 to 16. So I wrote down uh before the show, Bills 48, Dolphins 10. Yeah, I, I'm, it's gonna be a forty burger. <laughs> yeah, we are we are on the same we are on the same page. Uh, Scott, not as uh, high up on the Bills. Buffalo twenty four, Miami thirteen. Really? So he's got them handling business and covering the spread, oh, but nice. not really, uh, not really, not really uh, anything crazy there. Um, there's nothing Dol- the Dolphins can do here, right? Like they're they're, they're toast. All right, they're toast. Yep. Sunday at 4.30 p.m., Giants at Vikings. The Vikings are three-point favorites. These teams played once this season. The Vikings won in Minnesota in Week 15, 27-24. Do you remember how that game ended? No. It was the 61-yard field goal from Greg Joseph. Oh. Remember, the Giants came back and tied it yeah. up. Yes, yes. Two yes, huge yes, passes, 61-yard yes, yes. field goal. Yeah. Yep. So they played a close one already in Minnesota, but yeah, they're going to run it back a couple weeks later. Um, Vikings are three point favorites. Cleve, can you name a wide receiver on the New York Giants? What's the What's the kid that? Uh, oh no, he got traded. Tony got traded. Yeah, no, I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I like so, Tony got traded. Like like what? Like the beginning of the season? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> week six or something. Um, it's a two man. Well, you have Isaiah Hodge. You have Isaiah Hodgins. You have Richie James. And you have Kenny Galladay. That's the kid I was thinking about. He he was a giant. He, I'm sorry, he was a lion, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kid um, I was thinking about. The one second after Tony, I was thinking about him. Yep. Um, all right. Official prediction time. I've got Vikings 27, Giants 17. Um, I got well, I have Vikings winning the game. I have <clears throat> let's say Vikings. Uh, Vikings 27, Giants 21. Vikings 27, 21. Scott has the Vikings winning 34 to 20. Okay. So I think he thinks that the Vikings are going to get right in this spot here uh, with the offense. 34 points got to mean big things for Justin Jefferson, I would presume. So. Yeah, he's frustrated. Wanna... He, he's looking for a game to, like just to take revenge on somebody and just go nuclear yep. option. I completely, I completely agree with that. Um, I, I was going to say I don't want to like say things for Scott, but he's also not here. So what's he going to do about it? Um, all right, we got the uh, Sunday at eight fifteen. Ravens at Bengals. The Bengals are currently six and a half point favorites. Now this is where the discussion is. So these teams have played twice during the season. The Ravens won in Baltimore in Week Five, nineteen to seventeen on a 43-yard walk-off field goal from Justin Tucker. And then the Bengals won 27-16 in Cincinnati literally this week with Anthony Brown going 19-44. The question is, there's a couple questions. Is Lamar going to play? And then my question for you, Cleve, is should Lamar play if he's not 100%? If he's not 100 100%, no. I wouldn't play. If he chooses not to play, no matter how he's feeling, because they haven't taken care of that contract when they just they did Roquan Smith's today. 
they have not taken care of Lamar yet. Would you support Lamar opting to not play in this game? So he got paid. So here's the thing. When he when he decided to self-impose that deadline on you know on on the talks, that's where he lost me in this whole situation because he shouldn't took he shouldn't have taken the field this year. So but but there's been a big change since then, which is that he got hurt. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like so him getting hurt is, is is what I'm saying. Like this is this this is what could have happened, what did happen. Because right. he should have he should have had the talks go on. And and not say hey I I'm, I'm at five o'clock on Friday I'm done with this and I will I'll revisit it at, at at the end of the season no like why are you out there if you're not a hundred percent we see this with Baker and I'm yeah. and I'm and I'm not comparing Baker to Lamar obviously I know what you mean yeah, yeah. It, it's like yeah we've seen this we've seen this this this, this horror show before like, I know how it ends <clears throat> all right I think if Lamar doesn't play. Because he hasn't been paid, I support him. If he plays because he wants to be out there, I support him. I, I've been thinking about this all day long, and I think I really just support him no matter which way he decides to go here. However, I think if he's 100%, he'll, he'll play. I don't think he's close to 100%, though, and I don't think he's going to play. Yeah, I mean, if you if you if you hurt yourself, you set yourself back, not only for the Ravens talks, but any other team that yeah. may have been interested. Like now, you blown you blown your other chances, which could be six or seven teams. Yeah, yeah, at fifty million a year. Yeah, no. Yeah, so I'm in agreement. So I am proceeding as if Lamar is not going to play this game. I've got Bengals thirty eight, Ravens seventeen. Yeah, if, if if um if Ramar doesn't play, I got um uh Ravens 30 35. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I got Bengals 35, uh Ravens 20. So Scott has Cincinnati 31, Baltimore 17. So we are all kind of in the same the same general outcome there. And if Lamar doesn't play. If Lamar doesn't play and Skylar Thompson plays for the Dolphins, if it's Tyler Huntley, that's not really a buy. Tyler Huntley and the Ravens are capable of beating the Bengals. They won't, but they, they're capable of it. But that really is kind of a buy for the top three seats see, <laughs> in was, that case. That was shook out. Right. Yeah, the Chargers are going to be stuck playing against Trevor Lawrence being like, what is going on? <laughs> Everyone else got a layup. Everyone right. else got a layup. Right. And then the Jags would be looking at the charges like they got Justin <laughs> Herbert. What is going on? <laughs> um, and the final game, the Monday night game, 815. Remember, they started this last year with the Monday night wildcard round. Yeah. Cowboys at Bucks. Cleve, who is favored in this game? The Bucks. The Cowboys by three. Really? They, they, yeah. they don't want Tampa Tom, huh? Cowboys are favored by three points in this game. They played once this season in week one. The Bucks won 19 to three in Dallas. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes. Now, Dak played like total ass in that game, and Tony Pollard had a total of eight touches. Um, Jake says, got to watch the replay. I missed the Bolts Jags preview. Uh, spoiler, Jake, you're not going to like it. Well, you'll like Scott. You're going to like Scott. You're not going to like me and Cleve. No. Yeah. Um, 
but also, while you're watching the preview, please remember to like the video and subscribe. Jake, I know you're subscribed, but please like the video if you're watching. That does help us out. If you're listening on audio, this is a uh, YouTube live stream as well. There's a link in the show notes. Go ahead and click is, on that. All that. Is, uh, this might be a stupid question. Is Jack, is that the, is that the picture you sent me? You sent us? I'm so sorry. Far? What the picture, you, the picture you sent us from yes. so far? Yes, Jake I, I is just the sad charger yeah, saying in the photo. Just, yes, Jake. I need. I need. I'm going to put you on a t-shirt, so I need your permission. I'm going to probably send you a, a permission slip so I can make a t-shirt with that. That was a great <laughs> picture, by the way. It's awesome. <laughs> it was oh, like man. it was is like there... disbelief, pain, everything in one look, and it yeah. looked really, really, really damn gnarly too. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that is Jake. Jake is the sad Chargers fan in the in the photo. Um, so the Cowboys are favored here. Should they be in Cleve? Is this just a battle of frauds? Battle of frauds. Um, I'm not ever betting against Tom Brady. Send me the goddamn shirts, then I'll get you one. <laughs> I'll get a one. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I got well. I don't believe in, and again, my sister's gonna be pissed, but I'm I'm not a I'm not a Cowboys supporter. Basically, N- nothing against the team. It's not like Jerry Jones, but um, I, I I don't bet against um I don't bet against Tom. I've learned many and many many moons ago. You don't bet against this guy. So, uh, he, he may have one more trick up his sleeve. Okay, so with that, what is your official prediction for this game? Um, well, Dak's gonna throw a pick six, but. Uh, Bucks, Bucks 29, <laughs> Cowboy 17. You said that so casually. <laughs> like, yeah, of course he is. He's going to give them a pick six. Now, I mean, Dak better get his shit together. I'm telling you. He, so you've got Bucks, Bucks 29, Cowboy 17. Scott has Bucks 27, Cowboys 24. I've got the Cowboys 27, the Bucks 14, because the Bucks are frauds. They're going to find out. They can't block Micah Parsons. Tom Brady's going to be on his ass all game long. Cowboys are going to put it ever, together before they get destroyed the next week. I think ever since, and I might be wrong here, ever since Micah um, had uh, COVID, his motor's not there. You've seen him on the field just yeah. sucking wind. And, he could and have I that think, long COVID. I got a couple players last year. Yeah, so – and I, I noticed that a couple weeks ago, like he was just taking a lot of breaths or whatever. But um, yeah, we'll see. I tap a time, man. You don't bet against you don't bet against Brady. Well, I am going to bet against Brady. Thank you very much. Um, and so no, there's one more there's one more prediction because it is the start of the playoffs. So you know, what I'm going to ask, um, Cleve, who is going to the Super Bowl from each conference, and who is going to win? So. I already, I already had an idiot pick because I had the the repeat. Are you sticking with the Bengals? Are you sticking with the Bengals? Um, well now, yeah, now I am because I I, I gave them a really fucking bad. Uh, I gave them a, a really good win win total in our. Yeah, you said they were going to win fifteen games to go back yeah. to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna still ride with them. Um, and who's yeah. coming out of the NFC? I mean, I don't know if the Eagles. Uh, shit. Well, let me hear your pick because I I might take the Eagles here. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you Scott's first. Scott has Buffalo over San Francisco. Ooh. Wow. 
Actually, I never even I never even went th- thought of going there. To the 49ers? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, yeah, I, 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 but I wouldn't like that pick is actually very intriguing. I might even, I might even bet that. (laughs) (laughs) I might, I'm writing this down (laughs) as they're talking. I have, uh, Bills defeating the Eagles. Yeah. The Eagles is a, is an interesting pick for me because now that, um, Hurts is back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll take the Eagles as well. Bengals versus Eagles. Who's who wins? Bengals versus Eagles. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Joe Burrow and mix in Joey B. Yeah. All right. So we've got the official political football predictions. Um, if you're in the chat, feel free to put some Super Bowl predictions in there right now while I uh wrap things wrap things up here. Cleve says Bengals over the Eagles. I say Bills over the Eagles. Scott <laughs> says Buffalo over the 49ers. Um <laughs> Jacob said, <laughs> <for sure. laughs> Jake said, Cleve for sure copied answers from a classmate sitting next to him. Uh, funny story about that. Well, you guys are putting in your Super Bowl uh, predictions. Um, so at the end of last season, producer Jeff helped us help us out here uh, with political football. And I would not have passed high school chemistry if it was not for producer Jeff letting me cheat off of him. <laughs> Hilariously. I mean, egregiously. Right. Um. <laughs> I literally would not have passed chemistry without it. So I got um, a story too. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? Sometimes, first of all, thank you, Jeff, for getting a C plus in chemistry, so I could get a C plus in chemistry. <laughs> I, uh, I really, I really appreciate it. Um, because who knows where I'd be without without that? So, Cleve, what's up? We had so I went to All Boys Catholic High School, and we we had the honor code. So, like, basically, the teacher would say, "Hey, guys, you got a test today." You got one hour and they walk out the room and there's always a box in every room, like a ballot box. And at the end of the test, you would write the names down of a guy who's cheating or whatever you put in the box. If that name circulated so many times, then that guy would fail the test. Obviously, might, you know, might be spent um, suspended or whatever it is. So <clears throat> uh, I was one of those people that never at it. I'm like, I, I hear guys talking. And I would write on a blank piece of paper. I mean, I'm sorry. I'd write no name on a blank piece of paper, fold and pull it in the, in the box. So um, I didn't uh, believe in uh, ratting my friends out or anyone in the class that I didn't know. So the honor code prevailed. <laughs> um, I I mean, I like that. I like that you didn't rat anybody out. Um, a couple questions. One, why didn't the teacher just ask Jesus who was cheating? Um, <laughs> it was a Catholic school. Um, and two... I think it'd been hilarious if you got some of your boys together and just wrote down the name of like the biggest asshole in the school. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of guys got wrongfully accused. And stuff. <laughs> if you weren't popular, if no one liked you, I think a lot of guys got fucked over. So yeah, um, see, uh, Ben who comments here a lot, who's been a good friend of mine for a long time. He would have like if we had that thing in our school. Oh, we for sure there would have been. <laughs> There would have been, uh, oh man, not Maddie Ice, but a different Matt. He would have been getting accused of cheating all the time. I would have put in like 15 different pieces of paper, different handwriting. I'd have had my mom write some out before school so I could throw in with like some female handwriting, right? Like, she'd be like, why am I writing these? Like, don't worry about it. So, charges over Eagles for Jake. Yeah. Uh, but his actual pick is yeah. Bills over Bills Eagles, Eagles because yeah. now he's copying off of my paper. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I think you guys got some really good Super Bowl predictions. Do you have a score for you? No, no score yet. I don't want to do the score until I see how they're sort of playing at the time. Okay. Um, but 
uh, yeah, that's just where it is right now. And then obviously when the Super Bowl is set, we'll re predict it. Um, if our if our teams are if our teams are eliminated. But I just think the Eagles are clearly the best team in the NFC. And I think the 49ers are clearly the second best team. So I think they will play each other. And you have Brock Purdy on the road against Jalen Hurts. To me, it's just Jalen Hurts. I mean, if Purdy takes them to the Super Bowl, wow. I mean, wow. Yeah, yeah that would be – that would really, I think it's going to the AF, to the uh, NFC title game. I think it will be I – mean, the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Giants, the Vikings, like the Seahawks. Like, what are we doing here? Like, it's Eagles 49ers. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, the AFC is more interesting because I think that – you know, I think the Chargers are super talented. I think the Jags are young and talented. Of course, one of them is going to win. And then you have the Bengals, Chiefs, and um, uh, Bills that are going to win. Uh, unless Lamar is 100%, in which case the Ravens are interesting. So I think the mm-hmm. AFC is not more all over the place. But the Bills, after last year, the way they lost at Kansas City last year, they've been on a yeah. mission all year long. They've got the situation with Lamar Hamlin, who thankfully is back home in Buffalo. Like, I, I just not only do I think they they'll win, I think in the like the first two AFC games before they catch Kansas City, they might win each game by 21. Because mm. they're gonna get Skylar Thompson. And then I guess they'd get Cincinnati. Yeah, they'd get Cincinnati in the in the second round. So they might not be able to quite pull them away, but I bet it's not close. Right. I bet it's a convincing Bills win until they run into Kansas City and Detroit. Mm. Um, and then yeah, and then Scott's got the dream. He's got San Francisco going to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. So sweet deal. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us here for political football tonight. Um, you know, playoffs are back upon us. This is one of my favorite time of year. Um, not this weekend. Next weekend, divisional round is my favorite. Uh, week week of games of the year last year we got chiefs and bills so we'll be back next week we'll recap all the crazy wild card action that we saw um because you know we're going to see some craziness and we'll preview the divisional rounds where the eagles and the chiefs are going to join are going to join the fray cleve you got any last thoughts no i was i didn't like i said i didn't get to watch football this weekend because of class and birthday but um seeing the highlights you know some good stuff there but uh this is for me. This is when the season starts now. Like, like the this stretch of of the leg up until the Super Bowl. This is where, like, you know, obviously records are important because it gets you their seating. But now it's win or go home, one and done. Just like how the colleges do it. Yes. Yeah. No. Um. Hopefully they won't do it like the colleges do it. We won't see a sixty-five to seven. Speaking of, did you did you see that? David Pollock and um, yes. Saban. Holy shit. You know, bro, I've had I've as a person, I've had so many of those moments where I'm in a room with someone and I've done that to someone, not intentionally. I, I so I knew where he was coming from. So I don't think he I don't think he was trying to dunk on him. Yeah, he was. Felt, you think so? Where did Pollock go to school? He, he was a linebacker, right? Yeah, where did he go to school? Did he go to Georgia? Yeah, he's a bulldog. He he, oh, you know what he was shit. doing. Yeah, he's he's repping his alma mater to really? Nick Saban. Yes, he's a linebacker. Wow. Yeah, okay, he then, was a first okay. round pick of the Bengals. Was playing really well, but broke his neck. Yeah, broke his um, neck. Yeah, he played two seasons, whatever. Yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah. So he knew full well what he was doing. He he could not wait 
So for people who don't know, David Pollock is an analyst for ESPN, went to Georgia, was an All-American. Nick Saban was doing like guest commentary for them during the national title game. At halftime, Georgia was winning like three million to seven. So it was clear <laughs> Georgia was going to win. It, and let's be back-to-back champions. And so David Pollock just gave analysis on set, sitting right next to Nick Saban, Alabama head coach, where he said, it is clear to anybody watching now that Georgia <laughs> is the preeminent program in college football. And you could see Ooh. Nick Saban get pissed, but what can he say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what are you going right- to do? What are you, you going to do? Facts. <laughs> big Straight facts. <laughs> like, big facts. Like, there is nothing. Alabama is looking up at Georgia, and there ain't shit Nick Saban can say about it. I mean, they did get the number one recruiting class from what I hear, so they're retooling. I bet you he left that game after that, and he went right on a recruiting tour like the next morning. He was in some kid's living room like, hey, we got to make a run. I, I bet he called Jimmy Sexton to call ESPN to tell him to fire David Pollock, only to find out David Pollock is also represented by Jimmy Sexton. <laughs> can't do that. I can't do it. <laughs> no, oh was, man, he was squirming, bro. I was like, "Wow, that whew, that had to sting a little bit." I didn't know. I so that makes a lot of sense then. That yeah, makes, I mean, because I've I've done that a hundred times to, to somebody. I've done that like to bosses. Like I've I've done that shit to a lot of people, and it's never mean spirited. I just take my shot when I can take it. Yeah, I've learned, especially in um, like just in general, I edit myself so much that I don't say 90% <laughs> of the things that come to, that come to mind. I mean, on the show, it's still 50%. I'm still like, eh, not going to say that. Um, uh, just because, yeah, especially like as a teenager and in my early 20s, oh, I was just not even on purpose. Just, yeah, you I was just here gotta just gotta speak freely. You got to speak freely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just out here offending people on accident. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh. Let's not do that anymore. But, yeah, there's definitely a purpose for Pollock, and it was amazing. It was glorious. It's honestly the best thing about that game. <laughs> so, Cleve, uh, real quick, what do we have to do to get you into college football next year? Do we need to get you a squad? Because I know you're a lifelong Rutgers fan, but they're not good. <laughs> um, and you also are a Hurricanes fan, but they're not good. Never do we need to actually either. get you a squad? Probably, yeah. We're probably going to probably, you know, have a process, have a, a draft and we, we pick a team for me and I'm going to follow So I, I think that'll be a good off-season episode. Something we can do is we'll have uh, listeners pitch their schools and why Cleve should be a fan of their school. Um, and then I'll come up with some. We'll have Scott come up with some. And we'll try to get you actually get a squad to follow along to mm-hmm. actually try to get you to the college game because college football is amazing. You remember like the late the late 80s early 90s Super Bowls where it's like 45 to like 12 or whatever like you just like I'm not yes. having any fun. That's how I felt last night. And for some reason I'm glad I didn't make the bet. I was going to throw a heavy coin on TCU for the upset. Thank God I didn't do that. I didn't I didn't bet at all. But I was like, you know what? <laughs> What's the odds here? I remember being 6 years old and going to my stepmother's house, who was a huge 49ers fan, and being so confident that the Broncos are going to beat the 49ers that I remember arguing with her about it at six years old, and then the 49ers won 55 to 10. <laughs> uh, so shout is out to Marlene. Is that Elway's <laughs> first one? Or second? Uh, was that second? His first or se- Yeah, it might have been his second. 
he took some horrific losses in the Super Bowls. Yeah, because this he was took some horrific losses. Yeah, it must have been. Well, the Bills went four in a row after that, so it must have yeah. been his second because they had to be have one before that. But yeah. this was two in a row for the 49ers because they beat the Bengals uh, the year the year before. But yeah, I just remember being like so confident the Broncos were going to win, and then they just got absolutely trucked. So I just sat there and ate my macaroni and cheese. You think that? You think anyone before we go? You think anyone would ever do that again? Go go four times and not win in a row? I don't think it'd be able to go four times in a row. That's some hell of a teams, man. To go four times, bro, come up short. Well, the Scott Norwood yeah. one was brutal. Aces pre salary cap and pre free agency, though, easier to do back then. Don't think anybody can do it now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, everybody. We will be back next week uh, reviewing Wild Card Weekend. Looking forward to the divisional rounds. Uh, we are on the Madass Media Network, madassmedia.com for all your podcasting needs. Uh, be on the lookout for an announcement at madassmedia.com as well. All right, everybody. We will see you next week. Peace. Very good.